Sweet, let's start this thing. Let's get this podcast going. Um, Arizona's finest, man. When you hear finest, what do you think of? Do you I think, think of, dang, I am hot. You think of good I am looks? sexy, I don't know if it was good looks or food, like nice, Fine dining? Food, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that too, huh? I think of finest as in the very best. Yeah. There's nothing better. Looks, taste, smell. Which in all reality describes us perfectly. That's true. Smell, speaking of my smell, <laughs> Candace comes home yesterday with a bag full of, uh, what's that called, Bath and Body Works? Okay, yeah. They're soaps, I guess they're on sale for like two bucks or three bucks, I don't know how much, I don't even know what they normally cost. But, she bought a bunch of them. I love that stuff. Keep you fresh and clean. It smells good. So do you use bar soap in the shower? Okay. Why? Or because do you of the scent? Do you use a body gel? Do you use a loofah? What are you using, dude? Because we always talk about them in my shower time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, right now, am using an Old Spice gel. Okay. Squeeze, whatever it's called. Is that what uh-huh. it's called? Body wash? Yeah. Um, however... Squeeze it in the loofah? Get it all I don't sudsy. have a loofah. I don't have one. Just I, straight in the hand? Straight in the hand. Like a man? And I mix that around, wipe it on the bottom. All right, all right. Um, because I have a beach bot. Okay, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Anyway, so... Um, However, I will say this, I like bar soap, and I don't like, I like bar soap like the goat's milk bar soap you buy, people home make it. Oh, yeah. Because it makes my skin feel so soft afterwards. Okay. And so I use it, and, and I'll be honest with you, I might you have, have a some, water I might softener have a bar. Um, I do, yeah, we have a water softener, but I don't ever put salt in it. Okay. <laughs> so it's not doing anything. <laughs> nice. Yeah, don't tell Brian Tech. <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I have a water softener, but but I I am not good at keeping it full. I need a company to keep it full for me. Go deliver. Yeah, my brother does something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's what Project. I need. I need him to bring the salt to my house for free. <laughs> for free. Just charge me for the salt, like I buy it at Home Depot, five bucks or whatever a bag, and do that, and I'm cool. Yeah, I'm good. But he won't do that. No. He needs to make money. He has a business. Yeah, it's He's got a family. To it's feed. interesting that that's important to people. Isn't that weird? You have families to feed, and so you actually. Isn't that funny how people will go to someone who does something, and they expect a deal, and yeah. they, they they totally forget that that guy's perfect. I mean, that's what he does for work. That's a self-employed. He doesn't get a paycheck, a W two. Right. Well, he could get a W two. He's not. He pays himself, but he's not getting paid no matter what, though. Yeah. And and so people are like, wow, how come you're charging me so much? Well, I'm running a business here. I have taxes. I have, you know, I got the company bills. And after everything is paid, after I pay my employees, I get what's left. And sometimes there's not a lot left. Yeah. And if I give you a deal, there's definitely not a lot left. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand that. It no, it's interesting, which leads me to one of my pet peeves. Okay, good. I'm glad we went that route. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, as a real estate agent, try and market myself somewhat, right? But I try and do it by adding value to people, giving them information that they might find helpful. Not everybody's looking to buy or sell a home in a, in a single moment. Right. Totally get that. I don't want to be annoying and be like, you ready to buy or sell? You ready to buy or sell? This is super annoying. That's not what I want to do, but I do want to provide value. And most people that own a home want to know, hey, what's going on in the neighborhood, this or that. So I created this, me and you created this page, right? I'm Home Mesa. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got this little group. It's awesome, by the way. It's growing. Yeah. It's actually growing a it lot. It is growing. It is growing. And I'm like, okay, what can I provide of value without being annoying? Right? So I like to talk about different restaurants in Mesa, different businesses. 
And then once a week, I like to post just a market stat. Hey, here's how many homes have sold. Here's how many are under contract. Just something that I think, hey, this would be just valuable information. I don't ask for people's business. I don't... Take for now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not forcing anybody to look at it, anything. So I posted one of these market stats in that group. And this dude says on there, he says, oh, this has just become a page for some creepy realtor. First of all, I didn't know I was creepy. Okay? I apologize for anybody that I creeped at. Creepy. <laughs> Second of all, like, is it really that annoying? <laughs> As a group page. As a group page that talks about Mesa to understand what house is doing in Mesa. In Mesa specifically? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, he's creepy. So my pet peeve is stupid people on the internet that you can't comment about anything that they're not interested in without being called names. You weren't called a name. I was called creepy. Is that not a name? I think it's an adjective. He's describing the realtor. I apologize to anybody that I've been creepy to. I don't try and be that way. Please forgive me. Yeah, please don't be a creepy real estate agent. That's just not Is that right. how I should start marketing myself? The creepy realtor. We have the tattooed realtor. Right? So maybe you could be the creepy one. The Halloween realtor. Exactly. <laughs> you only you'll, sell... feel, you'll feel uncomfortable the entire time you're looking at homes. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Well, you know what? I am... I, you know what? I feel for you. The fact that you put it an adjective. You could have just said... This has become a page for a real estate agent. Instead, he added the creepy, and you're right. That Which is, is funny because in the description of the page, when people go to accept it, it talks about, hey, here's who we are, <laughs> and here's what we do. Does it have our professions in there? Yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. So, anyway. Um, not, a, not a big deal. I just thought it was funny, and people on the internet, that's my pet peeve. If you're on the internet and you're a person, you're my pet peeve. I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's not what I mean. Keep to yourself. <laughs> don't even reach out to me and send me a direct message saying but, I don't want to buy a house. But I thought to myself, okay, what's this dude do for work? Does he never have to put himself out there? I see what there? you're saying. That's what we're going with. Right? That's right. That's what we're talking and, about. And as a business owner, I don't care if you're selling burritos or if you're selling t-shirts or if you're selling mortgages or real estate, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Now, you want to do it in a way that serves people. You want to do it in a way that provides value as as much as you can. But I will never get upset at somebody that says, hey, look, I'm selling pogo sticks. This is what I do. This is why I think they're awesome. That won't bother me at all, especially if they're posting on their own personal page or a page that they started. Even if they're selling uh, some of those multi-level marketing, as long as it's not it's not down your throat kind of thing, like you said, as long as they're trying to promote their own business, cool. You can promote the way you want it. Yeah. But yeah, don't, don't, don't do things that, yeah. Well, I'm that. never going to be upset at somebody for trying to provide a living for them and their family. Yeah. Right? So there's a guy in that group, uh, and I, I don't know his name, I should probably, I won't say it anyway, but um, we have to approve things that come through, and, and he puts stuff in there, and I decline some of it, but I let some of it slide through, because it's a business, and, and you might have seen him, uh, but he, he, he details cars. Uh-huh. And he cleans cars because you can tell he's someone who's down on his luck. Like, hasn't had a good time. Um, and he's trying to get a job. And so he went with the route of, let me clean out the insides of cars. And so I've approved, like, one or two of his. Um, not every single one because he'll send them in too much. 
And it's again, it's one of those things where I don't want to flood that whole page with this, but at the same time, I understand that he's trying to get business for himself. Um, who, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. It can be hard. Yeah. You don't want it to be just a, an open marketing page. Right. Right. You actually want it to be about Mesa and why Mesa is awesome. Um, and sometimes that can be a balance. Yeah. For sure. Balance. For sure. Even, even with myself, like when I'm talking to people in my sphere of influence is what they call it. Like it's a fancy term as if I can influence anybody. It makes me feel so powerful. You're an influencer. <laughs> IG influencer. My five people that I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like even when I talk to them, I don't want to always talk about business because that's annoying. I just want to be a real person that lives a real life and and can be can make genuine connections with people. I think that's important. It is important. I think that's it's, what life is about is the relationships. I think it's important for them to know what you do Yeah. for work. Not that you have to be like, hey, my name's Craig. I'm a real estate agent. But, you know, as you have a conversation with somebody, it comes up. Yeah. What do you do? Like, what do you do with your free time? What do you do for work? Like, I have a co- cousin who's a dentist. And I want to know, dude, what's that like to be a dentist? What's right. that? How, how's life when you're a dentist? What slime in your eyeballs or anything? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're drilling out a tooth? It's just, I mean, every profession, every person has something interesting or fascinating. Right. Funny stories. And so it's cool to share that stuff. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, um, but like you said, so so I knew a guy, and again, names aren't going to be shared, who sells life insurance. Uh-huh. And man, I'll tell you what, every time I got in a room with him, he brought up every single time. And that's not an easy thing to bring up. So what do you do for life insurance? Like, nobody talks about that. But hey, an, uh, hey a have you thought about how you're going to die? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But a salesman who's selling it. And he would bring it up every time I ran into him. And, and do I use him for my life insurance? Absolutely not. <laughs> because of that, because of that, that's he killed right? my whole desire because that's all he wanted to talk about. That's yeah, so there was, what that does though is it just makes it so there's no real connection with him. It's all business. Yeah, because it feels like he views you as just a, another, a deal. Another deal. And so there's no real connection. And I think that's, that's where people really get successful is when they are able to make genuine connections with other people. Yeah. Right? Not in a false way, not in a way that's, hey, what's in it for me? Someone who adds value. Yeah. And I think you're adding value to that page. You're telling them good places to eat, and then every once in a while you're showing them how the market's doing, and that's where they probably live in Mesa. So it's kind of nice to know, oh, my market's well, actually... So, and even that's like not invasive. Right. Right. Again, that's different page. than a personal conversation, even. Yeah, you're not walking up to someone. Hey, you know how the market's doing in Mesa? <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa, bro! Hey, did you know like, there was 357 <laughs> homes that went up for sale this week? Like, he's like, I'm in line at fries. I just need some milk, bro. Like, I'm not here to talk to you about real estate. <laughs> Where are you bringing that milk home to? You got a house? <laughs> how about some life insurance? How about what happens if you drive home and get in a car accident? <laughs> you have money to provide for your family. Uh, Dude, my yeah. family's on their own at that point. Yeah, it's up to them. <laughs> if I'm not here, it's up to them. <laughs> it's on them. Oh man, yeah. Um, but you're, there is a line. There is a line. I've been self-employed. Uh, I guess my whole adult life. I've always, I've always, you know, worked for myself. Yeah. And and um, you know, I had a W two. I, I had, anyways. I've always worked for myself though. And um, 
So there is that line. It's and, and, and to me, it's more of of like you said, being friends, helping people. Yeah. And that the rest of the business comes naturally. Yeah. The fact that oh, what do you do? Okay, cool, man. I'll let people know if I ever come across that or whatever the case may be. Cool, I appreciate it. You know, I'm not here to tell you, and I'm not like handing a flyer to you that meets you. I'm also Here's not. What I do for work. I'm also not going to be upset at this life insurance salesman for trying to do his best. Right? You getting his back? When I was just I'm, I'm, down? Yeah, I'm going to get his back here a little <laughs> bit. I might not do business because I feel a little pressure or whatever, but I'm also not going to be upset about it. Yeah. That he's out there working hard and trying to figure out how to make it work. He may not have the most bestest personal skills. Not everybody does. The bestest? Yeah, bestest most. <laughs> yeah. Get that from Little Caesars. The mostest, bestest, most mostest. Bestest pepperoni. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah. Okay. Right? It may not relate. To what we're doing at that time. Yeah. yeah. And it, it may not create a better friendship. Right? But I'm also not going to be like, oh, this guy's an idiot. I'm going to be like, hey, he's working hard. He's trying to figure it out. That's how I view that's it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I don't know a lot of people view it that way, but. No, and that's awesome. Because, because you're, we're absolutely right. Everybody deserves, I mean, like you said, we're all trying to provide for our families. Totally. Whether, whether it's you work for a company, because the guy at Intel that works for Intel as a, as a, as a whatever, he's not going to be like, hey, so I work at Intel, man, you're buying a computer? <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? He gets a W-2, he gets a salary, he doesn't give a Yeah, price. exactly. He just gets paid no matter what. But he's not over there like selling, hey, man, we got these new chips coming out, you should get a new computer, sweet. <laughs> you know? Sweet. Because he's not the salesman, but he's going to be the nerd that's in the closet that doesn't come to the party because he's on his computer looking at chips and, and he gets on the <laughs> conversation with his other buddies. He's all, dude, you won't believe what I just soldered into this chip. You know that's happening. <laughs> you know so right. Speaking of chips. Chips. And I don't even know if, if the Intel chips made it this far, but um, what's your go-to chips? Okay, this is a great question. Um... Because there's a lot. You go down that aisle, and it is yeah. long, and there's For a lot sure. of options. For sure. And I love Doritos. I love a lot of chips. Chips are good. Even Okay, when I'm eating salsa, just a plain tortilla chip. Yeah. I don't want flavor sure. on it. But my wife likes nacho cheese on hers. Oh, weird. Like and nacho cheese Doritos? Yeah. And then dips them in salsa? Actually, the cheap ones, like the store brand ones. <laughs> so, but... Um, here's where my mind went is to potato chips directly when you ask this question and it went directly to like when I'm getting a sandwich what's my favorite chip to get with like oh, a sub with sandwich. sandwich yeah that's another different salt and vinegar okay people either and like it or they absolutely they hate, hate it. it but I love it salt and vinegar chips oh what about delicious the, what about when we're talking about the potato chips what about the kettle corn or is that what it's called kettle, kettle I think kettle's kettle one bacon. of the brands where it's a little bit crunchier. Do you like that in salt and vinegar? Yeah, they're great. Just anything, salt and vinegar. So there used to be a company, Poor, Poor Brothers, I think was their name. That used to be my go-to salt and vinegar. They're probably still around. Huh. I just don't see them as much. But And was that was that the kettle style? The yeah. crunchier, harder? I like it, yeah. Okay. I feel like kettle's healthier because I feel like it's actually like a more of a cut of a potato versus like a fake potato chip put together in a factory. Yeah, I don't know how healthy any of these are. They're all <laughs> cooked in this hydrogenated... Cornwall oil, whatever, oh, yeah, you know. Dude, but... That's good for you. <laughs> Anything fried is good for you. Oh, man. No, yeah. What man. about you, dude? You like salt and vinegar or are you one of the... No, oh, no, 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 wait. I like salt and vinegar. Okay, okay. To be honest, yeah. Good. I like it. And with, good, with, with the sandwich? Yeah, with the sandwich, it's good. good. And I put the chips directly on the sandwich. 
get a little wow. crunchy sandwich. Yeah, that's mm. getting a little dangerous, but yeah, <laughs> I understand that. See, I don't like to taint my food. I'm the I'm the person who, when I get a plate of food, everything can't touch. Mm. Yeah, and if if there's not enough, like Thanksgiving dinner, there's not enough room. Real estate. Speaking of real estate, yeah, there's not enough real estate or land for my real estate. I'm getting a second plate. Okay. Because I don't like food touching, and when I eat food, I do this sometimes, but but I like to just eat one at a time, like. The entree, and then move to the salad, and, or whatever salad first. Whatever. So you it won't take matter. a bite of salad and then a bite of your turkey. I do it, but sometimes there's those moments that I catch myself just eating one at a time, and then I go to the next, go to the next. Is so that, what does that say about me? That's gotta be here, something personality. Here's, I'll tell you what that says, and just <laughs> okay, cool. Do you start with your least favorite item first, or your most favorite? Yes, I'll always end with the best. And with the best. Okay, here's what that says. I'm just kidding. I have no idea what that says about you. I'm the same way. I like to eat the 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 least favorite first, so that at the end your mouth is left with the delicious taste buds yeah. of what you like the most. Now, you ever get those assorted bags of chocolate? No. You've never gotten an assorted bag I of have, chocolate. I have, but they're disgusting. Okay. So you don't know what you're getting. Each bite, it's disgusting. So it's disgusting. <laughs> okay, so we'll get. Candy, or for Halloween, for example, your kids oh, come Oh, that's what you're talking about. I was thinking about a box of chocolates. You're talking about an assortment of box of chocolates. You're talking about like Halloween, you buy a bag of Hershey's different Yeah. Candy. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 I see yeah. what you're saying. Let's go with that. Or like a, a bag of Dove chocolate that has multiple yeah. flavors uh-huh. in it, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So your kid... Let, we'll, I go straight to the best though in that situation. Gotcha. <laughs> you do. Yeah, because so, it'll disappear. That's the point, right? <laughs> so... I used to, when it was my own candy, I was bringing it home for Halloween. I'd eat the Smarties and the Tootsie Rolls, the stuff that I did not like. I would eat that first. And then I was left with the delicious Reese's Peanut Butter Cup and all that stuff, right? But my wife, she knows I got to get the good stuff first. Yeah. And so she would go directly for the good stuff. And by the time I got to it, it was all gone. And all I had was this crappy candy. <laughs> so you've changed your way. So I've had to change my way. So I'm like, okay, that's a good one. I'm getting it. Yeah, I'll always go. Because the reason I do it is I get sick of candy. I don't need a lot of sugar. Yeah, that's and so good for you. I'll go straight to the good stuff. Because I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to make it good. That's smart of you. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the problem with, I'm very picky too when it comes to food and sugar and stuff or candy. When, when you mix, like when you get a bag of assortment and, and you can have the Hershey's or uh, the Hershey's Reese's cups mixed with like a Twizzler stick and all that, it makes the thing taste different. And, and I, I don't know what it is. It's kind of like when you have a banana and a sandwich and you put them in the same bag and then when you open them up, the sandwich tastes like a banana. It does the same thing. You must have real sensitive taste buds. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, like I'm picky. Yeah, food. <laughs> that's awesome. So I don't mix that crap. Hey. I'm not gonna eat. I'm not gonna buy that bag. If there's a Twizzler stick in there, I'm not buying the bag. No, I'm buying you it. You just ruined all the chocolate. It's all gone, huh? It's all ruined. Trust me. Just bring it to can, me. I'll steal you. <laughs> you can get a bag with it and a bag without the Twizzlers, and there's a difference in the taste. Yeah. And why is Twizzlers even showing up in a Hershey's bag? Dude, that's a good by, question. They, they've got to be owned by Because I'm pretty sure, I'm not I'm making a, this up, but I'm pretty sure Twizzlers shows up. I had up. a client this week tell me I need to go visit Hershey, Pennsylvania, that they have a little amusement park. Um, 
like a chocolate theme, like a candy yeah. themed amusement park. I'm like, man, that sounds fun. That sounds like the chocolate factory. Willy Wonka yeah, chocolate factory. Yeah. They lick the ride. And they said they got candy there that you can't find out in other places. I'm like, oh, that'd be worth checking out. And it has to be in Pennsylvania because if they did it here, it'd just be a melted mess. <laughs> yeah, it would not be good. <laughs> Can you imagine getting on the ride and it's like chocolate? <laughs> Dude, that is, I hate that. You buy the chocolate in the store and it's in the perfect shape, ready to go. And by the time you get home, it's all this melted glob. So this just happened. I was, my my son wanted to buy some chocolate and then he wanted to get a chocolate bar for my wife. He's a sweet kid. He's like my nice kid who wants to, looks out for other people. He's like, I want to buy something for mom. And it was his own tickets, his own, you know, money that he's earned. He wanted to pay for uh, her to get. That's cool. You call them money tickets at your house. Well, we we give tickets out depending on good behavior, and then ah, I like it, this. It relates to basically a ticket is fifty cents worth of something. And Gotta so, keep these kids disciplined. I like it. Well, we, we're horrible parents, but anyways, we try our best. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Don't beat yourself up, man. Kids are so, kids are hard. So anyway, anyway, I want to tell you different. He he goes and he gets Candace uh, a candy bar, uh-huh. and we get in the car. And he goes, hey, dad. He hands it up to me. I'm in the front. He's in the back. He goes, can you hold this over the vent? <laughs> I've done that before. That's what we have to do yeah. here. you got to hold that the AC vent, and then you're blocking the air to you, but you're sacrificing so you don't have that chocolate. So you don't have melty chocolate in your hands. I know it, dude. Because it's not the same. When that chocolate bar melts, yeah. and you go and you put it in the fridge or the freezer to make it hard again, it's not the same. It's not. It doesn't taste the same. It doesn't look the same. It's a little different. It ruins it. And I feel like there's less. There's like it's it, all less it's of consolidated, it. <laughs> like a, like when you cook a steak Wait. on the stove and it shrinks. Which is the question: Is there air inside the chocolate bar that we're, you know what I mean? Are they airing these chocolate bars out a little bit? I don't know. Stuffing them with air so we don't know any better. It's a good question, dude. And, and and again, the price of chocolate. You know what happened to the twenty six cent candy bar? Oh yeah, it's gone. It's gone. That's gone. They're all over a dollar now. It's insane, man. Yeah, talk about inflation again. Dude, I gotta don't get started on that conversation. I, I got to put it on my credit card. Okay, you know how spoiled my kids are? Yeah. You're talking about paying <laughs> paying your kids 50 cents? Yeah. I told my daughter, so we have a big pile of laundry that needs to be folded today. I said, look, my oldest daughter, she's home from school with a sore throat. And I say to her, you don't have to do this. But if you're going to be home anyway... I will reward you, get you some money. I said, I will pay you $10 to fold the laundry. 10 bucks. That's a lot of money, man. That is a lot of money. For folded laundry? You know what she said? No. She just totally passed it up. Like, she's just like, does not care. Like, man, I'm giving my kids way too much stuff if she does not care about money in the least bit. Ten bucks is a lot of money. Dude. When we were, when we were kids, that's like two hours of labor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. And your ten dollars isn't even taxed. No, that might as well be fifteen. <laughs> no, and this girl has no other income. These kids, man. I, I, I. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm just like, I've spoiled her. I've ruined my daughter. Like, she has no need or want of anything. Dude, I feel bad. We're the same way. I'll, I'll, my kids always ask, "How much? Five bucks? <laughs> no." Five bucks. No, what? It'll take you ten minutes. Five? <laughs> no, dude. Now, the laundry is going to be a big job. It was going to yeah. take a while. Well, and I would pay ten. I hate laundry. Yeah, I hate too. folding it. Me too. So that's why I made a deal with Candace because I hate laundry so much. And and I was good at this for a while up until like last week. 
I'll wash the laundry. I'll put it in the dryer. I'll get it all ready. And I just give it to her because I'm not folding this crap. I'll wash it. I have no problem washing. I like washing laundry. I don't know. The machine does most of the work. Laundry. I just transfer it. Yeah, that's true. Washing machines are great. Could you imagine how to do that? Like <laughs> People are especially with seven kids. I would change my clothes kids, once a week. If right. I was washing it by hand, it would be once did. a week. That's what they did anyways. <laughs> they would wear the same clothes all the time, I think. They didn't have a they didn't have a Tilly's. They didn't have to show off to their friends the latest Nikes. Which would be disgusting because after I worked out oh, this morning, gosh. I was like, oh man, that's, that's ripe. <laughs> You'd be in here right now stinking it up. Oh yeah, dude. But, and I'll hand wash your shirt for you. <laughs> I don't mind like folding my own clothes too much. Yeah. The little kids' clothes. I'm like, just throw those in a pile. Okay. They all get messed up anyways. So, I have five kids. Yeah. I don't know whose is whose. And my kids are shocked that I don't know. Yours would be the same way too because you have the two daughters that are yeah, similar. Yeah, they're very similar. And, and they'll be shocked like, Dad, of course that's mine. I can't believe you thought it was my sister's. I don't know. And so I have I have two sons that have ADHD. One diagnosed, one not, because he's four. But both of them know every piece of clothing, whose is whose. And so I go to them and I say, whose is, I just hold it up. Whose is this? They tell me. Whose is this? They tell me. And I throw them in a pile. Because they know. Yeah. And it's and again, it's something to do with the way they pay attention to everything. That's cool. I don't pay attention, I guess, because I don't know who's wearing what. Dude, after a while, you just... They're all one child to me. <laughs> it's a big mix. You guys are all equal in my mind. <laughs> you know, I love you all the same. And all your clothes are the same. You're a good dad, Jerry. Oh, God. Good dad. Man. That's the best. I don't so know. I went to your house the other day. Yeah, that was... For the first time. Thanks for visiting. Dude, you got a cool property. Yeah, I appreciate Super cool. you coming. I really do. And you know what else is, you got cool? What? You got animals at your house. Yeah, we do. Your chickens. Chickens are cool. Did you like them? Yeah, you always tell chicken uh, chicken stories. As you finally got to meet them. them. Yeah. You should tell the uh, story about your dead chicken. <laughs> this is not a, a happy story. I know. But it was a night after a big storm came through. Yeah. Did I already tell you this story? You didn't tell it on the podcast. The people need oh, to know. Oh, on the podcast. Okay. People need to know. So this big storm comes in, like huge storm, like things shaking. Like we have this gazebo type thing and it is like moving. And I'm like, oh my gosh, rain is like sideways coming at us from the porch. And I'm like, wow, this is a lot of wind. I can see our big trees just swaying. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty crazy. I mean, it was crazy enough that branches broke and stuff and, you know, there's stuff in the storm everywhere. Well, our chickens are at a point now where... And it's our fault. They're now sleeping on top of the coop instead of in the coop because they got crowded out. I'm in the middle of building another one, but that's another story. Now, we went and checked on them because we're like, crap, you guys okay? Everything seemed okay. Uh, the next morning, I go out there and I'm feeding them and I realize, wait, I started counting them and I was missing one. And I walk over and one of our older ones, who, who we inherited with the house, the past previous owners are like, you know what, just take our chickens because I'm not gonna take them with us in the next house. Um, was laying there dead. And we're not sure what it was that killed it because they kind of, they went through the storm just fine. We checked on them afterwards. But it was something, whether it was the storm. Wait, so he was alive after the storm? Yeah. So it yes. wasn't like a branch. It wasn't during the storm. Through. It wasn't during the storm, but it was the next morning. It was laying on its side and it had died. And here's what I like about chickens. They, they care about each other. They're almost like little family. And, and when the one was passed away, uh, there's another chicken that was kind of scared because it was laying by its coop area. So it was just staying in the coop. It was nervous. You could just see it up there. It was really nervous. 
and I went and got it out and fed it. And then, um, but when I went to go to check on that other chicken, other chickens came up and they make these little noises. They all, their noises made mean stuff. And it was like, they just were like sad, you know? Huh. And, and then when they, you know, it's time to go to bed that night, they just don't all go to bed the same way. They kind of worry like, we're missing one. Where is it? And they, they really, it's interesting to watch animals and the way they interact. Dude, you're like the chicken whisperer. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no. You need to start training these chickens. All their noises mean something different, though. You learn that. When you hear them make noise, you know exactly what they're saying. Dude, I had chickens for like two or three years. I never paid attention to that. <laughs> I was just like, where's my eggs? I want one thing out of you. <laughs> That's one egg a day. Here's your food. Where's my eggs? <laughs> they're awesome. interesting birds. They're they're fun to, to have. We appreciate... I mean, all we have right now is chickens and then a couple goats. Mm. Um, but, man, it's... That's you, cool. It's, it's cool to have a property. I'm just going to say, if you want peace in your mind you just go out and hang out with them and yeah. it's, it's like clearing your mind it's really fun that's awesome it's good as watching the ocean or something yeah huh? thanks for coming and visiting you got to meet chicken one Dude. of my favorite birds is chicken met, uh, met chicken it's the small one and it's lets you met your it. little goats yeah they're those crazy. are sweet <laughs> it's awesome dude they get they're getting stinky too so where can you have chickens i mean you can't have chickens and animals like that in an hoa right that's a good question because I just came from a neighborhood that's a very strict HOA and it started to become a trend as we left to get chickens. If so you, I don't know. If you say they're your pet, can you designate it as a pet? I've seen people with pet pigs. What if it's your comfort animal or whatever that thing's called? Yeah, I know of a lady that had a snake as a comfort animal. Yeah, what if the chickens are in your backyard? Then you can fight the HOA on it, right? I think the problem uh -huh. comes down to Roosters make more noise, which I, people understand that. When I had my chickens, I had to kill the roosters because of that. Because neighbors complain? Yeah. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah. It stinks because roosters are, uh, they all have a job, and roosters kind of protect the, the group. Yeah. Even though, what's funny is we have a, we have a, a mother hen who's the boss, um, and it's the boss over the rooster, but the rooster's always trying to fight it because he's trying to be like, no, I'm the boss. He's not the boss. Trust me. Um, but he thinks he is. Anyways, they all have a little job and a role to play. Yeah, for sure. So that stinks. But yeah, no, roosters for sure. If they're in HOA, I think they should go anyway. People don't want it. I mean, people buying a house in a city don't want a rooster waking them up in yeah. the morning. Um, Which leads to the next question. What's the difference between a city and a town? <laughs> this was interesting. Mesa? Yeah, city. Tempe? City. Scottsdale? City. Gilbert? Town. Oh, good. Apache Junction. City. Okay. Did I get it right? Yeah, Queen Creek. Town. Yes, wow. Um, this is what's interesting. Why is Apache Junction a city? Because I always thought a town was something that's kind of out a little more, uh -huh. or maybe not as big a population, and Chandler. City of Chandler. Yeah. See, you know them all. Uh -huh. Isn't that weird? Why is Apache Junction a city when it's, I felt like it'd be a town, just because it's not as many people live there, it's a little spread out, a little more. It's more rural. More rural. And I think that's weird. And then, and then, but as you think about it, there's so many, Mesa's huge, so it's a city. Yeah. Scott Chandler is a city. But then Gilbert, I thought would be a city. It's not, it's a town. town yeah. Gilbert, town of Queen Creek. Yeah. That is interesting. What's the difference? I don't know. I googled it, and, and the only thing I could see was something to do with being rural, but it's like, well, 
than Mesa would be and Scottsdale would be because Phoenix is the city. But I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know if it's a certain population that it comes to or what. That's you a, Google. I try to find that's it. That's a great question, man. What's the difference between a city and a town? In I only know because I live here and I'm used to hearing people say the town, town of Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah. Or yeah. town of Queen Creek. Um, and that's why I thought, I was like, okay, well, Apache Junction, that's got to be a town. No, it's a city. That's what's Gold Canyon. Gold Canyon sounds like a city to me. It might even be a city. I don't know. Gold Can I didn't look up Gold Canyon. Um, Santan Valley. It's got to be a town. No, here's what's interesting. You could type in uh, Casa Grande City. Okay, here's what it says. A town is a populated area with fixed boundaries and a local government. A city is a large or important town. Important. So Gilbert and Queen Green just aren't important. <laughs> That's what it comes What's important? <laughs> it's pretty interesting. In general, any place with more than 2,500 residents can be considered a city, and anything with fewer residents can be considered a town. But why do we? But that's not accurate for, no, for not Queen accurate. Creek or Gilbert. That's why it's weird. I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. It's almost like that's what they were when they decided if their cities or towns, and then you just left them that way. Yeah, so they were. No matter how big they were they established grew. years ago when that population probably was that, and now they've grown. And they're like, we can't change the website now to city of. Or to town of Mesa or <laughs> in city of Mesa dot com or whatever it is. Dot I would dot prefer dot they call it the village. The village the of village Mesa. Of... <laughs> Isn't that interesting though? That is interesting. To think about Glendale, uh, I believe city. I don't know that one. I didn't look up those ones. I didn't look up the West Side. West Side's got its own rules. Yeah, for sure. But then you would think Awatuki would be a town because Awatuki isn't even Awatuki's Phoenix. But yeah. it's got its own name. Awatuki isn't even its own incorporated thing. It's like it's, it is. It's technically Phoenix. When you write like your address, address it's, it's Phoenix. Phoenix. But it's funny because we call it Awatuki. Yeah, but it's like everybody knows. Hey, that area south of South Weird, Mountain right? is Awatuki. Weird. Well, it's like Eastmark. Where do you live? I live in Eastmark. Oh, you live in Mesa. In Mesa. Okay. <laughs> isn't that weird? That's true. It's not like you're writing Eastmark, Arizona on your envelope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> funny. I live in the historic district. And I, and I first said that about Las Cindas because we know, I'm bringing up Mesa because that's where I live. Um, Las Cindas was like an Awatuki. Oh, where do you live? Where do you live by Las Cindas? Oh, okay. Everybody knows. Yeah. But now that Eastmark's here, like, I don't even know if Las, people know about Las Cindas. Like, Eastmark. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody forgot about Las Cindas. <laughs> Eastmark just became this, because it's so huge. Eastmark is huge. And I, there's so many buildings. I think Las Cindas, though, is still, I think it has a reputation of being a little bit nicer. Yeah. Like that's where the rich people in Mesa live, is towards that area. Yeah, North Mesa. Yeah. You just say North Mesa, it's like, oh, you're rich. <laughs> oh, that's where the... That's right. That's right. Not to be confused with Trailer Park Mesa. Yeah, not South Because that Mesa, exists, too. <laughs> north. And West Mesa is its own little game. West Mesa, yeah. <laughs> it's true, dude. <laughs> it's funny how Mesa... It's such a big city that... And, you know, you and I grew up there that it all has its own name. You say the west side of Mesa. Yeah, I heard an interesting stat a couple years ago that Mesa is like the third largest um, city in America or something like that. Not population-wise, but like area-wise. Because it is big. Yeah. The boundaries go all the way down to Queen Creek. Yeah. They go way yeah, down it's there. Yeah, it's huge. It's an industrial area. But that's boundaries. Let's see here. I wonder if 
Yeah, Mesa. Uh, and, and what's cool about Mesa, while you're looking that up, yeah. Mesa has its own uh, small town feel. Um, yeah, it does. Even huh? though it's huge, very small town, people uh, treat each other like a small town. Um, and it's got that small town feel to it. I mean, you run into the same okay. people. Places. Here's where I got it confused. This makes more sense. Uh, Mesa is the 35th largest city in the U.S. and the third largest in Arizona. Oh, okay. In Arizona. Yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix Tucson, is larger. Mesa. Yeah, Tucson would be bigger, right? But Mesa's probably bigger than Flagstaff. Yeah. Mesa's huge. Okay, that makes more sense. Third I'm largest Mesa, in Arizona. Bringing back Mesa again, uh, go to the Facebook group, I'm Home Mesa, subscribe. Uh, like comment hit that like button <laughs> what do you do you just become a member what do you do yeah like, just become a member come contribute contribute learn about mesa find cool places to go to mesa you know um yeah talk about things different things so i'm just putting a plug in there for that because yeah. because we started that page plug that it group in. a while back three years ago or so Dude, we're above 2,000 members in that group. It grew, and it grew organically because we started to grow it unorganically, and then Facebook shut us down. This is like right when they started to make their rules. They stopped us, um, and then at that point, we had to naturally grow by invitation only. Yeah. Before, it was like you just throw people in there. That's how Go Gilbert and some of those grew. They just threw people in there, and then we got stopped. And so we just let it, it just grew naturally. Yeah, people have to Slowly. request to join. So which means that the roots are strong. Strong, yeah. Right? If it grows slow, the roots are strong and it just grows up. Like a giant saguaro cactus. Strong in the <laughs> earth. Doesn't need a lot of water. Not a lot of water. <laughs> We're terrible at water. Doesn't need a lot of love. That's it. Okay. But be careful, don't hug a cactus. Don't hug poke a cactus. You. I think that's the moral of today's podcast. Don't hug a cactus. Okay. Let's just go with that one. All right. And eat chips. Take that with you in your lives. You guys have a great day.